Hello, spooktacular peeps, and mm-hmm. welcome back to another episode of You, you Didn't, Didn't Ask. Ask with Frankie and Tish. May old ass biatches be forgot. <laughs> and then something else. <laughs> and never come to my house again. <laughs> May stupid ass biatches be forgot. Because they are moves you can and uh... Oh, yeah, that works too. <laughs> no. Well, happy New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. everyone. It is the final day of, of 2021. The... Of the year 2021. We had a weird ass 2020, an unexpected 2021. So I'm curious as to see what tomorrow shall bring. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some memes already that say 2022 is like 2022. 2020 as well? Yes. Better not. Better not. Better not. We'll see. There's so much weird stuff. What could be weirder? What could People possibly need to stop get crazy? Negative and put positive intentions out into the world, mm-hmm. and then we will have a great 2022. Mm-hmm. It's going to be spectacular. There's going to, well, I know we are. Mm-hmm. This, for those of you that don't know, this is the final episode. The of final C- countdown. <laughs> um, the final episode <laughs> of season one. Yay! We oh, have made it. it. Boo! <laughs> don't worry. There's season two is season two is right around the corner. So we decided to take a small break. A, a very small one. break, well-deserved break. We've been working like um, full time and a half for a, a really long time, and we need to regroup, focus, and cocoon ourselves, uh, and get ready for all the spectacular traveling that we're going to be doing in season two, mm-hmm. uh, and kind of like get our outline, our, our- tin foil caps. <laughs> <laughs> Put them together at the points and decide. (laughs) There it is. All of these genius ideas. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but what better way to end season one than on New Year's Eve? Yeah. And then start it again after the new year. You know, I think every like so like every quarter it will be a, a season and or you know it may it may more be more organic or something how we flow it, but we can just like randomly spontaneously switch gears and make things interesting. I <laughs> like that idea. I do too. I think you guys will too. I like being spontaneous. Uh, so yeah, we're taking a short break, not very long. Uh, I know at least a week, mm-hmm. maybe two. But, I mean, expect season two in the next week or two. Um, so don't fret. Mm-hmm, you yep. won't have to miss us. Plus, we're going to be active on social media during mm-hmm, that time mm-hmm. as well. Um, but we'll be back with newer, funner, more exciting. Spookier. Spookier. Creepier, crazier episodes. But for today, let's see. What do you think of when you think of New Year's Eve or New e- or the New Year? What I think what comes of, to mind, yeah. Um, time for like change, new, starting over, revisiting. Right. Some people think of prophecies, prophecies and conspiracies, and 
And of aligning of planets. Some people even think that the world will end on, oh, yeah. on the new year every year. And others think the that... Apocalypse. Yeah. And others think that aliens will come down mm-hmm. and um, take them to their leaders and uh, to their planets. Or be more like Mars Attacks. Can you bring out your what? country music? Anyway, people <laughs> in a time think about weird things, right? Like so, abduction in the new year. Yeah, like so. We want to talk a little bit about um alien conspiracy. I guess unidentified flying objects. And, and you know what? Uh, We're going into an unident- unidentified flying year. Two year. <laughs> and what a better way to bring that in is talk about unidentified flying objects that go into that year. That We're going to coast into a new year just like aliens coast around our skies. Like some of you that may be te- uh, paying attention to conspiracy theories like on TikTok and Instagram, you may have been seeing an influx of people reporting and seeing things in the sky Hence, bringing back things that we need to talk about, which is aliens and all that encompasses. Let's talk about our our own origins as what what like for me. I know what got me into aliens. And do stuff you like believe? That. I know, like being into an alien, like an alien shows is one thing, but do you believe that there's life on other planets? I believe that it's impossible for there not to be. I agree, and like again, like this the whole probability thing that we're the only life forms out there is like that's so ridiculous if you think about like we tend to think that we are large but you know if you see any movies or watch tv and you get the whole view of planet earth from Mm -hmm. outer space it's like this teeny tiny little thing Mm -hmm. and we're this small planet in another line of other small planets Mm -hmm. In this, and the further you get back <laughs> in this small galaxy, and then you realize that we're not the only galaxy, we're one of many, many billions. So, how could there just be life on one planet mm-hmm. in one galaxy? Mm-hmm. Like, how could that be possible? So, you guys also have to remember like, most of us are living in an area where it's like high density smog that's uh, sheltering. <laughs> Or covering the night air. And if you were to go somewhere where there's not a lot of smog, you can actually see in the night sky another galaxy in the, in, in the, the sky. Right. So you can imagine, like, stories and, you know, and where, where things came from and what could possibly be out there that's undiscovered. Like, that, like that's well, almost... Like, okay, think about this. Do you know that most of the ocean is undiscovered? Mm-hmm. Right, and that's just that's on our planet, undiscovered, un un understood. So that right on our planet, something that we can attain. There's like that I, we have immediate access to, <laughs> right? And they're also <clears throat> discovering too that a lot of our human history is not even accurate, and not even going back to a certain amount of years how things are tied together, how uh, ancient civilizations did things. There's speculation, but they don't know. So again, there's a lot we don't even understand about ourselves. When, how could they possibly be accurate about what is out there? Maybe they know they're not going to tell us. But, well, the government has admitted to 
what, just the existence of unidentified flying objects, but not in the terms of saying that it's alien. It's Mm -hmm. just like there's objects that can't be identified. Mm -hmm. And I think that's as much as we're going to get. Right. And even, like, there's even things like, if I'm going to go deep into conspiracy on this, this subject matter diagrams about how the earth works and like where we're supposed to have like some magma center there's no way for us to even know if that's like accurate or real like and there's like stories about subterranean aliens and stuff that like you know live underneath the ground or in the ocean right like in or the other side of the moon like there's there's just so much up in the air i think especially with these last couple years anything is fucking possible well yeah i believe that as well what piqued your interest in alien when i was young i became i was always obsessed with like anything strange and unusual and i think um the first show that i really really was obsessed with was that show sightings i don't know if you guys remember that show but it was about ghosts and aliens and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. i loved that show so if you guys um if you're under the age of like you know 40 you're probably gonna have to google that and it might be a hard find uh-huh. i even went like I'm, I'm dating myself again too i w- i had an aol account and they had a sightings thing there so like you could watch all the video clips and like it was like this group chat thing that was pretty cool that i would always go into but what i became like madly obsessed about was x-files and x-files like every single episode i've seen many times right did you like the movie as much as you liked the... Um, no. You didn't? You were very I, much more into the show. Yeah. It's, it's just because it's different. It's a different film. The like, new updated uh, X-Files, I, I, I liked it, but it wasn't the same nostalgia that I had for like the original X-Files. And um, I actually wanted to become an FBI agent from that. <laughs> I looked into it, researched. <laughs> I um, was graduating from high school, and I had to make a choice whether I was going to apply or not. And, and in that, when I found that I would not be able to choose where I lived or was assigned that was the breaking point for me because I was not going to be okay with just being put anywhere. Right. And then I was like, you know what? Running, not my like thing. <laughs> I'll to- shoot, but I'm not going to run. So, <laughs> I have to jump over yeah, things. I don't want to exercise all the time. Yeah. <laughs> not me. Right? So everything else about it, like exciting. Profiling, all that kind of stuff. I was like, I definitely want to be in like the like paranormal, like alien conspiracy like i i definitely wanted to be that weirdo in the basement like doing that research still do (laughs) well i guess we kind of are living that dream in a sense uh we should get a little trailer and and (laughs) (laughs) a big old antenna on it oh my gosh it would be amazing all these gadgets that would be so cool i feel like we're heading that way anyway yeah i think so too so you know it's hard to if you're a big movie fan or TV fan, it's hard to avoid the topic of aliens. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you think about it, just in Hollywood, like Invasion of the Body Snatchers, Event mm-hmm. Horizon, Evolution, mm-hmm. Cloverfield, Independence Day, They Live, uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, Men in Black, Galaxy Quest. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on and mm-hmm. on and on of all of these alien movies. So it's like not only... Star Trek, Star Wars. Right, right. exactly. Um even the Marvel movies yeah. so with Star-Lord, he's an alien, mm-hmm. and, you know. Um, so it's like, it's a subject that can't be avoided, and it's something that everyone questions, and there's believers and non-believers and stuff. But I believe, and the thing, the movies that really got me, like, I was always afraid when I was younger, but there were movies that, like, 
really sucked me in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was kind of weird. <laughs> and the beam, which were Close Encounters of the Third Kind, mm-hmm. which is probably my first experience maybe with, or did Alien come first? No, Close Encounters. I think Close Encounters. So Close Encounters, Alien, Did you make your mashed potatoes into <laughs> Yes. Starman, uh, Fire in the Sky, Mars mm-hmm. Attacks, mm-hmm. Contact, and Signs. Mm-hmm. Those are movies that like I totally just loved and I felt were like the most like kind of believable mm-hmm. and liked the stories. Fire in the Sky is even based on... I think true events, or at least right. the story that these men tell about their right. And I think watching abduction. that movie, oh, the one man's abduction. That like, if you are a non-believer, um, that's even hard to watch. Even if you're fighting it the whole time, saying like, I don't believe these guys. The story in itself and the way it's told is like absolutely terrifying. And then if you are a true believer and you you're taking everything that's saying as like as factual, that's that's terrifying, right? Either way. But right. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. And, you know, actually, alien uh, not alien sightings, UFO sightings, like that kind of stuff, goes back so far. Like, biblical. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That, you know, they've believed that there was some other... There's, like, relics. Otherworldly and beliefs that depict things that suggest, as, long as, as well as how we're interpreting it, that there's been... Um, people in the sky and rockets and or that they interpreted things that they seen as as right something and the, in the, the sky. first i want to say like i don't want to say true because we really don't i mean no but one of the first like major sightings was even like like in the 1600s i want to say mm-hmm. and there are sightings constantly especially all over the united states um you know mm-hmm. they put a list of from the least to the most sightings and which state do you believe has or do you think has the most sightings? Well, I just, just recently went to um a, a website that No, but what would you think? I not de- on not upon view. What would you think? I would definitely think it's somewhere on the East Coast honestly because just because you have open flat land where you can see the sky without any like hindrance of like uh, of trees and hills, so I'm I'm thinking somewhere in like the Midwest. I that's this I thought it was going to be somewhere cliché like Roswell, <laughs> Arizona, New Mexico, or you know, mm-hmm. because historically that's been brought up, right? But you know, the state that has the absolute most sightings, no, California, really. And the crazy thing about it is, we have the most pollution. Well, <laughs> no, it's a high number with a jump because I think right before California is Florida, and let me see really quick. And Florida sightings are. 5,826 mm-hmm. and then the state with the most sightings is California and that jumps like incredibly to like 10,000 10,000 something sightings. I wonder if there's any correlation as well with how many military bases are in each state. Like we we didn't check that. I don't know if anyone audience member wants to check that. I don't know if I have the time to check that. <laughs> but that's interesting. I, I would think because we're so – I don't know if you guys all know what people in California are like as far as, like, paying attention to, like, the world because we're so, like, busy, busy, like, move, move, move to just stop and smell the flowers sometimes is something that we don't see or notice, and especially if you're in the city or somewhere where there's a lot of light pollution or pollution in general. Like, you're not going to see a lot in the sky. Well – 
I myself throughout my life mm -hmm. have seen several things that I cannot explain or that can't my be explained. My husband told me of a story as well. So I'm curious at what your story is compared to his. Well, both California. One was in the daytime, but it was like the late afternoon and there was an object. Well, it's more, there's, there's several, but I'm just going to tell two. So there was an object in the sky that you could tell was there and it looked like it was moving rapidly but it was almost like if it was completely clear. Mm -hmm. So it was like if a mirror or something. Like I can't like you were looking at the sky or like a, but in a shape. Like a one of those throughout the sky. Those balloons. It. Um those metal balloons that you're talking and you know like the ones that you get like a as like on a birthday. They're like those metallic balloons. The like, mylar balloons? The mylar balloons. Not like that at all. Okay. And it was like diamond shaped. Mm-hmm. And it was moving super fast. And then all of a sudden, it like stopped, like it hit a wall and it just disappeared. That was one experience. Another experience, I was with two other people and we were standing outside of a friend's house at night and we saw these really, really, really bright lights in the sky that were in the shape of a diamond. Mm -hmm. And we were trying to figure out what the heck they were. We're like, really super bright at first we're like they're stars no mm -hmm. they're not stars and they wouldn't be making the shape of a diamond oh mm -hmm. it must be satellites but why would satellites look like that oh it must be a helicopter oh now they're moving i think it's some kind of helicopter or plane but when they first started moving they moved like a helicopter or a plane would move and then all of a sudden they were zipping through the sky towards each other around each other in all crazy ass di directions super fast and i freaked out and even though i was like curious and fascinated i was more terrified than anything else mm -hmm. and all i wanted to do was go inside the house and the two friends that i was with were like just standing there with their eyes wide and their mouths open and they couldn't move like they just wanted to stay there like staring they were fixated mm -hmm. and i was like please begging them let's go inside let's go inside it took a while but we finally went in that's crazy and um can't to this day explain i remember like trying to look up to see if there was like some testing or something mm -hmm. going on and, and finding absolutely nothing so what was your <clears throat> husband's experience so he he goes outside every night and he stargazes that's one of his favorite things to do so sometimes he'll like to, he'll point out satellites. So he's really good at finding them. Like all of a sudden you look in the sky and there'll be like something that's moving in a weird, weird pace from like the 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 airplanes or um, you, they look almost like a star, but then they just move or there's just faint. Like you, he'll point them out and I'll see him. I'm like, okay, I, I can see all these satellites that he's talking about. Um, one night he comes running in and he's like, I just seen something and I don't know what the fuck that was. And his eyes are big and he's like, I, I don't know how to explain it to you, but um, me and uh, our, our roommate was out there with him and they seen something in the sky and he said that it was like unusually big and it was round and it looked like it wasn't moving, but you can tell that it wasn't a star. It just looked like this round, like, ball of light that was over there. Not like a drone, because it was far away, but big enough that you can see it. And he's, like, staring at it. And all of a sudden, it just jets super fast in a direction, almost like a shooting star. But he said as it was, like, moving, it was getting brighter. And then it just, like, disappeared. And he said he's seen meteors before. He's seen, like, shooting stars. Mm -hmm, I have, too. And uh, it, he said that 
he is almost indescribable on like one of those things that you just have to see. But he said it was, it was this ball that never lost its shape that just kind of jetted through the sky and he was freaked out and he had to come back inside and he couldn't be out there for the, the rest of the night. Like he creeped him out. Yeah. He, he didn't know what he seen and someone else was with him and seeing the same thing. And they're both like, I don't know what the hell that was. And they go out there every night. So me not being there with him, I'm like, I, I don't know what to think. I didn't see it. <laughs> um, but I believe him. I've known other people who've told me straight up that they've seen stuff, too, that they couldn't explain. And it's usually at night that they see something in the sky. It's one of my, my one of my theos does, too. He, like, he like UFO watches. Mm-hmm. Not stargazes. Mm-hmm. Like, he straight up UFO watches. And he always sees stuff. I've been outside with him before, and he was like, check this out. And I'm like, holy crap, what is that? And I, I, as a child, like, I personally have never seen anything like that, but... As a child going camping in places where, like, you can see mm-hmm. the stars and you just you keep creep your... yourself out? Well, not so much as that. Like, I know I would look out for the shooting stars and wait for something like that to happen. And the light, you know, you would see so much because there's so many stars. I, I've wanted to see things like that. I just never have had an experience that um, I can say that would be, like, so unusual that I can't explain it. Right. Well, there's... What they say, four million. I want to say, uh, I'm trying to remember this off the top of my head. I want to say that four million people in the United States, or is it worldwide? Maybe it's the US. I can't remember. I'm gonna have to look up these numbers. But four million people, um, believe that they have been abducted, like, have the belief mm-hmm. that they have. And how visited. fucked up is that? Like, right, four million people. Having the same or similar type of experience. And nobody fucking believing. And again, it goes back to the topics that we brought up before. Like, if you have, like, a paranormal experience or you have something that you believe is, like, an alien abduction, whether, you know, like, it's your reality that you felt that this happened and that nobody believes you. People that have believed they've been abducted, not people that believe that they've seen aliens, too. And I know, like, alien sightings have been initially, like... People talked about them being friendly Mm -hmm. and uh, like a certain way. But there was a famous, a very, very, very famous story that took place in September of 1961 with a married couple. And their names were Barney and Betty Hill. Mm -hmm. And they'd been married for about a year. And they had some time to go on a trip. They decided to go on a road trip. And they're driving down a road. And I want to say it was like in New Hampshire. Mm -hmm. And it's nighttime. And... They're driving along and they see this light in the night sky and, you know, they're curious about it. And as time goes on, they realize, like, it looks like this light is following them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the husband's been in the military. He doesn't believe and never even fathomed that it it would be an alien, you know, spacecraft or anything like that. And he kind of is just like, oh, it's a satellite. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's, you know some tor- type of military jet or whatever. And the wife's getting like freaked out. And so he starts driving really fast, winding, you know, through the mountains in his car. And this light is literally like, you know, diving in between trees and flying past the the moon and like all this stuff. And now they're starting to get hella freaked out mm-hmm. and they're tired too. I mean, they were on this trip and they decide to go all the way home late at night, like just drive through to home. And so they're kind of sleep deprived as well. Yeah. 
but this light is like totally i'm getting goosebumps talking about this is totally freaking them out and literally looks like it's just following them and they have binoculars and they're looking at it through the binoculars and they say it's kind of like saucer shaped they don't use the word saucer it's more like um disc disc mm -hmm. shape i mm -hmm. believe and it becomes so obvious that it's following him them that at one point he pulls over to the side of the road gets out of the vehicle and then runs into the brush or the bushes or wherever that this thing has stopped and he has the binoculars mm -hmm. and he he says he claims he approached it mm. and mm -mm. that there's some kind of like there's windows around it and there's life forms in there looking out and he can hear a voice tell him not to put the binoculars down. He had a gun on him too, thinking that he was going right. to, you know, he put a gun in his pocket and he tried to reach for it, but for some reason he couldn't and he couldn't move type thing, but he gets so paranoid and he screams and he go goes running back to the car, gets into the car. And then the next thing, like he knows he and his wife pass out. And then two hours later, they wake up about 35 mm. miles down the road from where they passed out. And then they just get home and they're like freaked out. They have yeah. no recollection whatsoever of the last two hours. And her dress or her skirt that she's wearing was torn. And like there's some some weird, you know, evidence. I think his shoes are scuffed. Mm. And stuff, and they're like super freaked out. They they try are trying to make sense of it. They get anxiety. They can't sleep at night. How could and you after, sleep after that? Yeah, right? like they have no clue what right. happened. They have no recollection whatsoever of even seeing the ship or anything. They just know they passed out at one point and then woke up two hours later, mm -hmm. thirty five miles and you know ahead. So after years of like suffering from stress and anxiety and sleepless nights and stuff, they decided to start going to therapy and this therapists. Um, which was really popular in the 60s, decides to do Hip like hypnotherapy. Oh, yeah, hypnosis. Yeah. So he decides to do hypnosis. And basically, they come up with this, this, they both, you know, are hypnotized separately, and come up with a similar story of the ship and him getting out and all that stuff. And, and the thing telling him, you know, not to put the binoculars down. And when they pass out, these gray they call them gray big-eyed life forms mm -hmm. walk them up the ramp to their ship and then tell them they separate them into like exam rooms mm -hmm. and tell them each to get up on the exam table which wasn't very tall it wasn't far off the ground and these life forms start to examine them they take off their clothes and they scrape their skin and there's a what they call the leader sitting in the corner just watching everything mm -hmm. and they don't get probed but they stick needles in them mm. she says she get got like a four or six inch needle stuck in her belly button you're like and, what's that hole yeah <laughs> and his experience was he said it kind of looked like hitler and her experience was they were very friendly and they were even joking around. Like, you know, she said, you know, I've never really been good at, you know, this whole space and that kind of stuff. But where are you? And you go and the alien told her, of course, without moving his mouth or whatever, but told her, well, if you don't know where you are, what good is me telling you where I am going right. to help you? You're not going to be able to know like what that what that means. But he kind of told her anyway about some stars and then even offered to give her like a book. But I guess the other aliens on the ship like said, no, that's not a good idea to send her with this book. So they 
said no. Mm-hmm. And then, you, you know, would once, aliens even have books? Right. Weird. <laughs> and kind of like sent them on their way. And, and the therapist that hypnotizes them is kind of like, you know, I have no reason to doubt these stories. I have no reason to not believe, you know, that this is their experience. But at the same time, they're really, what's the word? I want to say patternistic, but I don't think that's the word. But it's basically like where you develop or put pieces together that aren't really there. Mm -hmm. Like how if you can look into the sky and say like you see, you're looking at a cloud and you think you see a a face in the cloud. Mm -hmm. And you're kind of just like piecing it together in your own mind. So they're like, so what they're not telling, what they're telling is not a lie. You know, they're not, you know, trying to make up stories for clout or fame because under hypnosis this is really true this happened but maybe it's kind of like one of those things where they're piecing stuff together right and then because during the time the years before they had this hypnotherapy she was having dreams every night and she was getting up and she was writing stuff down in like a journal about the stuff that she was dreaming Mm -hmm. after the abduction Mm -hmm. so they're like well the husband had to have known like what the wife was dreaming about too so of course he would put stuff together and have like a similar like kind of memory but his memory was more scary and they were saying like that story kind of like changed the whole path of abduction and sightings and stuff to moving forward because prior to that everything had been kind of like a little different and more happy and good contact good contact and then every alien abduction story after that very Mm well-known televised publicized Mm -hmm. everyone started describing aliens as these gray creatures with big eyes and probing and and that kind of stuff so it's like it makes you wonder like is this really what people are seeing mm-hmm. or they're basing it off the knowledge of this super publicized event that occurred right in the 60s right so there's even like um like how the look of like the spaceships have changed over time to like during the 50s you had a lot of saucer looking things and the pop culture that atomic age and stuff right. like that had things that look like the science fiction of the time looked that way now to where people are seeing like triangles and diamonds and aerodynamic type right and i was like is it that it's like pop culture or things being designed by our government that look like things that are of that culture or is it like with anything else i mean as the times change (laughs) even our vehicles change think Mm -hmm. about how the cars looked in the 50s versus Mm -hmm. how they look now so what's to say that any alien life form isn't also going to have trends we have no idea Mm -hmm. you know so maybe they their as their technology advances which is already light years ahead of ours Mm -hmm. i mean things change as well we have no idea so, do you think that the aliens are here uh, to dissect us? Do you think that they are part of our human history? Do you... I think that aliens are already on the planet. Mm-hmm. I think they're already here. Mm-hmm. Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, not... <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> not like men in black status. Like, mm-hmm. I don't believe that we have, have like... Um, what am I trying to say? It's not like traveling interplanetary traveling is like traveling from country to country, how they kind of make it out to be in men in black where you need, you know, your, yeah. Like registration. Right. And all that stuff. I don't think it's like that at at all whatsoever. I think that part of me is like some of the animals that we have on this planet are already alien. Like Mm -hmm. I think a horse is very bizarre and super Mm -hmm. alien, like Mm -hmm. and it's shaping and stuff. Mm -hmm. Cats with their weird inner eyelids and the way that their eyes But not like that either. I think that there's places on the planet Earth 
that are secluded and untouched, Mm -hmm. uncharted, undiscovered, Mm -hmm. that would make a perfect hiding or safe place. Untouched. For someone else. But that there's Mm. certain places that are like a safe haven. Mm -hmm. I mean, if we think about the fact that there's tribes out there that still haven't even had any sort of contact with... uh, Humans, modern civilization or whatever. Like, if it's that easy for a a whole human race, like Mm -hmm. a whole tribe of people to be able to stay, you know. Hidden from. Yeah, yeah, hidden away. Right. It would be really easy for something from another planet to find a hiding place. And we're assuming. Or a safe place or whatever. Even if it's underwater, which I believe that that could be possible. Under the earth. Who's to say that. Subterranean. Right. So I I think that that's hidden in plain sight. I like right. We have to assume that their technology, not like wearing an Edgar suit and like jamming around on the planet like that. I think like you know like in their own skin. Um, or if they can speak to us without talking, maybe we think we see something that we don't. Yeah, you know what? And people often, uh, 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 oftentimes say they hear their the voice of God or they hear the voice of a guardian angel, but maybe, maybe it's, it's just an alien. a really cool, nice <laughs> alien trying to let you know it's not a good time to cross the street because you're about to get hit by and a car. I, I know I've seen... Not to say, I mean, I believe in God and angels and everything like that. I don't want to piss anybody off. No. Like, I fully believe, but we don't know. So I'm just trying to, like, kind of, in a sense, play devil's advocate here. Well, uh, going back to, like, ancient Sumerians and... Where all religions originated from, there's suggestions and conspiracy theories that all of that and aliens and God and Lucifer and all that stuff and uh, came from some type of like alien type being. Well, not only that, but if you're religious (laughs) and you believe that God created everything, then you would and you believe in aliens, then in your mind, God created aliens as well. Mm -hmm. Like we were all created. The universe was created by God. I believe, like I said, they're already here, but I also believe that they've come from somewhere else mm-hmm. and they are somewhere else mm-hmm. and they are. I mean, we could have, there already is proof in a sense of alien life form on other planets because if you think of any sort of like amoeba or bacteria or anything like that, that's living. So if you think about that, that's an alien there's life also or conspiracies as far as Mars having some evidence of things that have lived and having pyramids and all that kind of stuff, too. Right. So, I mean, again, I'm referencing like... And they probably got too hot, so mm-hmm. they didn't stay in the kitchen, and mm-hmm. they flew off to another universe. Mm-hmm. And people say, well, if it takes... How many years does it take to get to Mars? I think it was six months now. I, I don't know. Again, Stop it. I have no clue. Anybody that knows anything about... Yeah. Space and planet and travel is very angry with me right now. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm not a scientist. I do not pretend to be. Yeah. I had no intention of being a scientist. I don't know anything about that kind of stuff. So yeah, forgive me. Fight us on it. Okay. Send a nasty. <laughs> yeah. Email. Go ahead and be angry. <laughs> go ahead. <It's- laughs> um. But anyways, I know it doesn't. It takes a long time. So even six months is a long time. However long it it is. Mm-hmm. Um. As ridiculous as now I uh, you think that I sound. It's you know what I mean. But I think that it if that technology can whip you around the sky in a millisecond in 50 different directions. Like, who's to say that they can't already travel to the next universe in a day? Mm-hmm. You know? So, I don't, 
Or if they can't, then there could be alien life forms on other universes right now that we just can't see, don't know, can't reach us. Or we looking through think- their, their binoculars and their telescopes and their whatever. Cena. Well, you have to think of we are three-dimensional beings and we can see in three dimensions. We can see in two dimensions and we can see one dimension. It was, it was like a single dot, but we can't see in the fourth dimension. So if we have a fourth-dimensional being or fifth-dimensional, whatever, they can see us and we can't see them. So there, we, we're getting into some things that we did just, we're just theorizing about and speculating about. We have no way of saying that. Or it could just be that they have like some uh, telepathy or whatever, some kind of abilities that we don't have because they are just different than us and we can't even see them. But like, I also think that it's a possibility that they're just evolved humans. Right. It could be. Or, yeah. And then we, maybe they're the originals and we're just like a watered down version, you know, like of them as they created us. Who knows? I also have had experiences where I've looked at people's eyes and seen something like a flicker of something, like reptilian or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I've seen it. I know exactly what you're talking and about. And it goes away. And after that point, like I'm really unnerved by that person because then I've you're seen like, it. Maybe you are in an Edgar suit. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> People think this stuff too. I mean, if you think about the movie Men in Black mm-hmm. and they were saying how aliens are among us and they had like all these people who were aliens that we didn't really know were aliens, like Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. and I can't remember who else. I mean, these are thoughts that people already have. Right. Thoughts that, that are that are large enough that they make their way into pop culture. Mm-hmm. So we're obviously not the only ones that think stuff like this. I'd be curious to know what our listeners think. I would really like to know what you guys think about that in the long, long paragraph essay form. <laughs> MLA format, please, you guys. <laughs> Times New Roman. 12, <laughs> Cite your sources. Size 12 font. <laughs> single spaced. Make sure the grammar is right because I, I can't deal with grammar. That's we need the you, the yours and yours and <laughs> theirs and theirs to be correct. The twos and twos. After we grade it. <laughs> <laughs> we may or we may not share your thoughts after we laugh at how bad the grammar is. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just kidding. I don't assume everyone has bad grammar. <laughs> I do. I don't care. I'm an art teacher. Okay. <laughs> so you shouldn't care about grammar. <laughs> nope. That's what grammar draw, is for. Just draw pictures. <laughs> yeah. As long as your drawing's good, I don't care about your sentences. <laughs> yeah, I'd be curious to know what other people think. And obviously, like. <laughs> This is just our first time talking about this. This is our mm-hmm. first time talking about conspiracies and that sort of stuff. So we're not going to dive, like, super deep into it, but... We would like to, but, like, you know, six hours of listening to us rant about this one topic is not what everyone had for their, you know, they want to get their, their New drink Year's on Eve. and yeah, they're like... somebody later tonight. So, like, again, <laughs> just the tip. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Yeah, but we just thought that this would be an excellent way to end 2021 mm-hmm. and start 2022. So basically, this is about alien predictions. This is what we're really getting at. <laughs> what your New Year's alien resolution is. Break out your camera, shine into the sky, start recording, and then give us your, your videos. <laughs> would you... I want to believe. Would you, if you saw anything... Okay, let me put it this way. Do you think that aliens are hostile? I would be. You would be hostile? Look at how many humans there are, what they're doing, and, like, what they they put out there as far as, like, their energy overall. Like, their 
what example are we showing? If I were to look at us as like a, a species that I was not a part of, I would say that we're violent. I would say that we um, are not something that I I would trust. I would be very hostile to or very guarded if I was an observer. I can understand being guarded, but I don't know about hostile. And the reason that I say this is if... There have been sightings since the dawn of the ages, Mm -hmm. and there are several sightings now in today's age, and they have had plenty of opportunity to, if they were going to be harmful, over centuries to do something to harm us or to be destructive to our planet or anything, and they keep coming back and they haven't yet, yet, I say. Um, but who's to say that every time, like, you know, people go missing, people... Well, maybe you know, that... Like, but that's what we don't know. Maybe right? that's their decision. Like, in Close Encounters of the Third Kind, he makes that decision to go with the aliens on the ship at the end. Or what if they're just here because we're a bunch of, like, you know, cattle to them and, you know, we're the angry mad cows that they can just chomp on when they get hungry. I mean, that's a possibility, too. Right. I, I agree that that's definitely a possibility. I just... I guess in my my disney fantasy (laughs) um they wouldn't they wouldn't be hostile and they're not hostile and they'd have had plenty of time to be hostile if that's what they wanted and i think that they just kind of like don't care about us it's more about like the resources or whatever that they could gather here like a pit stop like we're a mobile gas station you know in their journey you know what i mean like we can stop here, take a rest mm-hmm. here, sleep here, gather up some. Well, yeah, and I think in a positive cocoa. outlook, right? That that would be what what's going on, and I would say that my thought about that would probably make people uncomfortable for us to be that part of the food chain. Or, um, well, yeah, people are right. going to knock it just because it makes them uncomfortable, right. but that's not what I think. I mean, like it's all a possibility. Like one of my favorite movies is Signs, and. In that movie, they'd like to assume that they're not hostile, and then, of course, they end up being hostile. Well, it was Mel Gibson. (laughs) And the obvious resolution to all of that was water. Yeah. I I mean, who's to say? I just, like I said, I'd like to think, I'd like to believe, but unfortunately, the way that uh, humans are, I think that if the table was turned... We're, we've is, we've seen Mars attacks. We know what we're capable of. Like we know when we it, poke and prod and right probe and if given the upper hand, we are going to be destructive because that's who we are. Like, unfortunately, I, and I, not all of us, not a person, but people, mm-hmm. and that's unfortunate. And and maybe that's why we haven't seen, and it's not more obvious because they're too smart and aware of what we are capable of Mm -hmm. to put themselves in a situation where they could be harmed Mm -hmm. because we worry so much about, Oh gosh, what if, you know, they come here and are they going to be hostile or not? When in reality, I believe that we are hostile Mm -hmm. and not me personally, not you personally, but people as a whole in general, Mm -hmm. which is unfortunate. Yeah. I feel like we were on the news or say some aliens have landed and we're not sure what's going on with them. And, they approach somebody one false move and everybody would be up in arms and ready to if like come after them. If we can do that to our own species, mm-hmm. which has been done throughout the ages with so many people mm-hmm. and it's still happening with so many people and tribes and all of this, mm-hmm. what makes anybody think that we would be different to a different species? Mm-hmm. 
And that's my mentality, like why I think that. And mm-hmm. it breaks my heart. It's super disheartening and it makes me feel so sad. But that's I, why Lilu from the fifth element was very dissatisfied with us. Right. And right? why she wanted, yeah, mm-hmm. she found war in the dictionary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we are destructive people. Very mm-hmm. true. I forgot about fifth element. Lilu Dallas Multipas. Exactly. <laughs> Multipas out of here. <laughs> Chicken good. <laughs> but war bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dang, that got real deep, though. <laughs> real deep. Just the way I... Oh, that's... Well... That was all <laughs> space balls in. That's another show. <laughs> Children, don't let your children listen to this episode, please. <laughs> this is an R-rated episode. We might blush a little bit. <laughs> you don't want to have to do any extra explaining. <laughs> <laughs> what space balls, mommy? <laughs> what does the tip mean? Ask your dad. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to add before we end 2021? I just think you guys like look, watch the skies and watch what's going on. And I like again, I hope these like rumors and things that are showing up on social media are just a bunch of bullshit. But again, like we're in for I think a wild ride for 2022 for sure. Uh, and I also want to say thank you so much for your love, for your support, for listening, We're for growing. following us on following us on social media. We have one listener in Germany, so if you're hearing this, mm-hmm. <laughs> know that we really appreciate you so much. Mm-hmm. We appreciate all of our listeners. You've been there through every episode. <laughs> yeah, our our German listener has been there with us for every episode, so shout out to you. Mm-hmm. We cannot thank you enough and please stay tuned for season 2 when we start Hitting the road and going to haunted places and doing spooky things that will make you shit your pants. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully so. Yeah. Carry an extra pair of underwear with you yeah. for season two. Or at least like, you know, one of those like what those little pads that they put for the puppy. Sit it down <laughs> right before you listen. That way you wear don't some have plastic underwear. <laughs> <laughs> listen to us in the bathtub. Ew. <laughs> or on the toilet. That's yeah. better. <laughs> So thank you so much, everyone, and have a happy, safe new year, and we will see you in 2022. Bye. Adios. I was just sitting up in my tree.